What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Right Infinity Show podcast. This is episode number 134. Today, I got a new guest on my show. Um, I found out about him from my good friend, Lisa Lisi. I, I always botch her last name, but yeah. Uh, she told me about this, this gentleman, Angelo Sato, who is um, actually works for um, a candidate. I believe his name is Michael Hoover, who is um, a candidate for um, the a U.S. Senator candidate in Michigan for the, for the 2024 election. Uh, how are you doing, Angelo? Where, who can you explain to the audience who you are, man? Uh, thank you for having me on, Ray. Um, so my name is Angelo Soto. Um, I serve as the communication director for Michael Hoover for U.S. Senate. Um, Michael uh, grew up in a time where we were number one in the economy, number one in um, ed uh, education, and he he is a small business owner. Uh, worked at Dow Chemical and uh, became a father at 18 years old, lived in a small apartment with his wife, um, high school sweetheart over in Brooklyn, Michigan. Um, that uh, uh, empowered him to go work for Dow Chemical and many other uh, businesses. Um, and Michael Hoover truly is a America first candidate. Um, he truly loves this country. And he has a plan to actually get us back on track to where we were, um, but also carrying on the torch for the next generation of this country um, to give back to them and to truly uh, bring us back to where we were uh, while implementing policies that truly advance a America first agenda as well. Yep. Yeah. Sorry about that. My audio cut out right there. That's on me. That's on me. No so worries. yeah. No worries. Yeah. But yeah, man. So like, um, how is the job going? Like, um, what, what can you, if, can you give like some details of what's going on behind the scenes and stuff like that to like know what's actually really going on? So, you know, for, for our um, campaign, it's been, you know, Michael's the only candidate who actually has been invited by Heritage Foundation, uh, by uh, FreedomWorks, by uh, Club for Growth, by Beckett Law, um, which fights for religious um, freedoms. And he's the only candidate in the race who's actually, you know, who actually has the breadth of knowledge to understand what's going on within this country. Um, one of our main competitors with, within this race is Mike Rogers who is not the Mike Rogers from Alabama, but the Mike Rogers, who is a former congressman from Michigan, um, where he, uh, in his seven year term, uh, increased the debt by 500%. Uh, he wrote CISPA and also co-sponsored the Patriot Act, which in essence spied on all Americans. And uh, where, where he also actually left Michigan for about a decade, so my question is, you know, why did he, you know, leave for almost 10 years uh, to Florida, um, essentially? And, you know, why did he decide to come back to Michigan when um, he left uh, Michigan high and dry, essentially? Um, like I said, uh, Michael Hoover is the only candidate who, you know, is able to take um, Mike's 
uh, record to task and who actually knows how to you know go on the offensive um, tactfully, but also um, with passion as well. Um, he's someone who cares about the country and someone who is fighting for all Americans and Michiganders as well. That's good, man. That's really good. So, like, uh, I hope I, I also saw that he was at President Trump's rally last night in Michigan. Like, um, he posted about that on Twitter. Were you there too? Yes, he was. He was. He was. He was. Um, in attendance. And um, uh, Michael is the only candidate who's actually donated to President Trump, um, in 2016 and 2020, and um, will continue to um, support him in the coming election. And that you know, uh, uh, President Trump will be the, the nominee. Um, and uh, like I said, um, Mike Rogers um, also bashed Trump um, on CNN when he was a former uh, chairman of the Intelligence Committee, um, and yeah. essentially went on CNN and said that you know Trump was uh, past his time. And he also said that Trump was using Russian uh, propaganda to uh, uh, entangle um, Putin as well. So, yeah. why? Uh, so, yeah. Thank you. Has President Trump endorsed Michael? Um, I'm not sure if he. Uh, no, he is not. No. Yeah. No, well, but I assume. He, but I assume he would welcome it if he does, though. I assume that. I think he would. I think he would. Um, I think that Trump is going to wait till, you know, the primary to um, endorse someone. I think. Um, I don't think that that he would um, endorse anyone this early. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he wants to make the same mistake he made in the midterms with um certain candidates. I believe, in my opinion. Because there were a couple candidates he made a mistake endorsing, and I think he he realizes that. So I think he'll probably just take his time right now. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, man, it's it's um it's great that um you're helping um Michael Hoover um actually try to get elected. So because uh, we need more America First candidates there in D.C. Well, not just in D.C. but in everywhere actually in every political office, mm -hmm. no matter where it is. Yeah. But yeah, um, like like I said, like um, the way I wanted to talk to you about a couple topics right here, because like I just wanted to do that, do that, do that first, like get out of the way, like um, so my audience knows who you mm -hmm. are. Like my show is usually I usually there's a there's a little bit of like um an interview style to it, and but also the political style to it. Like it's a combination of both. So what I wanted to get into was um like mm -hmm. um a, po a political topic that um I'm I told you about um I believe this was it this morning or last night I told you about it that I wanted there was this a few morning. topics that, yeah this morning I wanted to discuss with you. One of the it's probably mm -hmm. this is the biggest one in my opinion at least right now is um is what's mm -hmm. going on in Europe currently or what has been going on for the past couple of weeks in Europe where we've seen all these massive farmer protests in all, all over Europe in France, um, in, in the UK, uh, Spain, um, Italy, everywhere all around there in mm -hmm. Europe in Germany too, farmers protesting because of all these regulations that have been being put on the farmers. Like, um, have you been paying much attention to that actually? Um, um, to be honest, I did did not know that this this was uh, going on actually, um, <laughs> but you know it's it's truly I think sad with what's going on where um, a lot of farmers over there can't even afford to 
you know, sell wheat or soybeans or what have you, especially from an agricultural perspective, because, you know, farmers need to, to sell the ground. They need to be able to grow their foods so that they can make profit and money off of those um, products, right? Um, especially from a business um, perspective as well. Um, if you are, you know, not making any profit or money uh, within within um, business, then um, that does not um, protrude any kind of uh, economic um, help uh, for, let's say, their their families um, and and whatnot as well. Yeah. Um, I, since you said you didn't really like know that was going on, I'll, I'll refresh you why it's going on in Europe currently. No, because the regulation specifically what's being put down on these farmers in Europe, what they're doing mm-hmm. is they're regulating how much fertilizer they are allowed to use over there for their, for their crops. And they're regulating how many animals they're allowed to have on a farm and how many they can butcher mm-hmm. and how many they can do in any specific thing. Like particularly like in mm-hmm. Iceland right now, they're, they're trying to pass um, a law that, that where they're saying they, these farmers can only have a certain amount of, of, of cows. And they're saying that the, the remaining cows that they have, they're going to um, kill, just kill them. Because they're saying because cows produce produce methane, and so they're trying to do this climate agenda nonsense that they're trying to shove down everyone's mm-hmm. throats, and that's part of what the, what these farmers are protesting. Because they're literally, it's not about um safety. No, it's not. What I think it is about is this: they're trying to like um make things so hard on farmers because it's already hard on them as much as it is. How they're trying to they mm-hmm. basically control the food supply, feeding everybody, and what I think they're trying to do is. They're intentionally trying to put all these farmers out of work so that the government can take over these farms so they can control all the food supply. Because like um, we saw this during COVID where like um, they were t- testing how much power they can have. They were testing because mm-hmm. they never had these powers beforehand and they were just testing it. Yeah. And like um, I think probably the next crisis that, 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 that comes is going to have something to do with over the food supply. And like they're saying like, hey, mm-hmm. if you guys don't do this, we're going to limit how much food you can have or et cetera, et cetera. I think it's yeah. we're heading down a dangerous path where we're going to get to something like that. I truly believe that. Yeah, I mean, I think that to your point, I think that it's very, um, it should be alarming that this is going on within Europe, um, that the government essentially is regulating what, what they can and can't do, essentially. Um, and that genuinely concerns me but I think that it also should concern the whole of America as well um, to see what's going on um, under the uh, under this administration and whatnot. But also just looking at the fact that um, limiting the livestock, limiting this, limiting that, right? Um, limiting the food supply. Um, people need to be able to to ship goods and services within um, Europe as well as other um, countries, I think, right? Um, like I said, that that should be alarming to most of Americans, but, but also the whole of Europe as well, I think, as well. Yeah. And like, with this happening in Europe, how long will it be till it happens here in, here in America? Because you always see these mm-hmm. climate activist people, they're trying to like um, get rid of cows here as it is. And they're already doing mm-hmm. it, trying to do it in Europe as it, right now, too. That's what these protests are. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be long before it comes here. Yeah. I'm letting you know right now. It's not going to be that long. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, like, um, if you had to take a guess, like, how, where do you think these protests are going to lead? Because from what I've seen from right now, temporarily these farmers have won because they're slowly backing down to Europe, but they can come back literally at any moment. Like, they literally can just say, we're not going to tolerate any protests. We're, we're just going to go ahead with our agenda. Because, like, um, literally, they're not going to back down. I just don't see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, what I see go going on from here is that it's escalating to a point where, you know, um, look at how governments, you know, don't stand, right? You know, if the people do not like what's going on, then then they will protest against said government um, against what they are doing, right? Um, and like I said, um, or like you said, that, that I do believe it could happen here. Look at COVID. Look at what occurred during 2020. Look at how um, the government essentially, you know, um, did forced mandates on people um and that's so much what's going on in europe um where you can't do this you can't do that like i said um i think that if it further escalates then there will be issues i think over there um yeah. and the people should be able to you know grow what they want to grow um from a agricultural standpoint but also from a um economic standpoint so that they can provide for their their families as well as being able to sustain that as well. Yeah. And like um in a way it's already starting to happen here because like um in like mm -hmm. states that are like pr primarily based on agriculture, like my state, Iowa, it's an agriculture state, or another state, or even a better example, Montana, a very agriculture mm -hmm. state. And literally what's mm -hmm. going on is like these farmers are being so regulated so much, these ranchers, I should say. Like and plus, they're actually mm -hmm. in a lot of ways taking land from these people, from these ranchers, and building what they own, what these these whatever they want to on their land. Really, they're almost like mm -hmm. they intentionally want to put ranchers and hunters out of business. And actually, I don't think mm -hmm. that. I true, I don't, I don't imagine that. I think that truly is what they are trying to do. They want to put yeah. the, them out of business because they because they're like um, like like um, for instance, like here with with hunting or ranching, they're saying like uh, he, where, you're not going to get your own food. No, no, no. We'll provide your own food here mm -hmm. from the store, but that's it. You're not getting it for, on your own. We, we're 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 the one who's taking care of you. You have no say. Deal with it. Yeah, that's what's going on right now. Like um, like uh, like even though if you have you seen the show Yellowstone actually, or at least I've heard of heard about it. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, basically the idea is like um these these people these families been living on a ranch for like seven generations, and what they they, mm -hmm. and they run the ranch. And the, the whole show is basically like um, the government or other people, these business equities coming in and trying to take the land for the, from them and trying to and trying to build their own like um, cities or, or whatever they want to on it. That's literally what to go. That's mm -hmm. literally what it's about. And that's happening in real life right now. It literally is like um, people, these ranchers, they're, they're getting sick of it because they're losing so much of what they built over generations. And people are just coming in, just taking the taking it away from them from under like like from under the rug, like. Like that, they're just doing it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 truly, I think, um, 
um, disturbing to see our own government do that right now, especially with um, the ranchers in um, uh, Montana or um, Iowa, because agriculture, I truly believe, is the lifeblood of, of this country. I truly believe that. And like, like I said before, is if you can't do business, especially with farmers, um, then how are Americans going to be able to eat wheat or soy or oranges or um, coconuts or grapes or raspberries or what have you? Um, if the government is demanding that um, you need to adhere to what we say, or else we will, you know, use X, Y, and Z to um, put you out of a job, essentially. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent agree with you right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can move on to the next topic right here. Like, um, probably the most recent one, at least, and the most recent one. Um, have you been paying that much attention to the Fannie Willis trial, or at least the hearings that have been going on in Georgia recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Well, well, I mean, I think that, you know, she perjured herself on the court, um, in, in the courtroom and essentially admitted to doing what she did. Right. Um, and I'm sorry, but, but you, you can't, I think, act in a way that's going to completely discredit your trust, right? To completely and arbitrarily um, discredit everything you stood for, essentially. And that's essentially what she did. She discredited herself, discredited herself before the American people and before the judge. Um, She's not the judge. I'm sorry. She is not the judge. The judge will decide what goes on in the courtroom. And for her to um, essentially snap at the lawyers and, and get an attitude with the, with, with the lawyers is not the way that someone should be behaving within, within a courtroom, I think. Um, you know, and for her to say that um, I'm not on trial, you are on trial. You know, you used your campaign f- f- finances. You admitted to that. Um, like I said, she perjured herself. Um, and she's, I think, in a lot of, of trouble due, due to admitting to what she did, essentially, mm. in Georgia. Yeah. Like it, it's her, it was her attitude, the whole thing, the, the whole time that just made mm-hmm. it like, um, it was so bad. Like I've seen so many memes of that people have made over it. it, it it's funny. Like the memes that I've been yeah. loving so much is that I'm comparing her to a hood rat, which she was literally acting like that in the, in the during the whole trial mm-hmm. right there. Like, like I'm sorry. All right. Coming in dressing that way, you, ugh, that's literally what she was doing. Like stuff that I, it was just odd. I'll just leave it at that right there. Like, um, but like, but like, let's get, mm-hmm. get into the point yeah. is that, um, that, um, she literally paid a guy that she was having relations with more money than the other, than other prosecutors to like process mm-hmm. to go after President Trump. Mm-hmm. It was the guy that she was sleeping with. Mm-hmm. That's a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, you can't just, 
if, yeah. if, if it was just some regular person that ne that she never had any relations with, then fine, no problem. But then you find out that it was a guy that she was having relations with. Uh-uh. You, you're literally mm -hmm. like um, like I said, it's a conflict of interest. You're paying someone more money than than what the, someone is normally given for that kind of um, um, um trial. And I mm -hmm. forgot the exact amount of how much she was given, but it was like astronomically more than than any other prosecutor. And like, and mm -hmm. plus. As a whole, it's for like a bogus trial because President Trump did nothing wrong when you look at it. Nothing they have there's not one thing that they have cited that he did wrong. Correct. So correct. They're literally like what it is, it's called election interference. That is what they are mm -hmm. doing right here. They don't care about mm -hmm. anything else. They just want to stop President Trump. It's it's it is very I think damning to the country. And to the DOJ, the FBI, to to the powers that be, that um, Biden and Fannie Willis and um, Judge uh, um, and the guy Glenn, in New York, yeah. um, yes, and all these other people who who are essentially trying to stop Trump from getting getting to the White House. Um, these people do not like him. And I'm sorry, but but Trump didn't do anything wrong. He did nothing wrong. And this is purely political motive, completely, um, for um, all these judges and all these people uh, to you know go after him for 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 nothing really. Um, and like I said before, um, Trump did nothing wrong. And I've never seen a president go through 91 indictments, four trials, that essentially, they are scared of him, essentially. They are, they are. And uh, we need a strong leader back in the White House. Uh, we don't need someone who, you know, um, is a weak leader, essentially. Yeah. And like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, it's around like five hundred million dollars total that he's been fined from in New York, and also with the e, the Carol, mm -hmm. the Jeannie Carroll like um case, the both of them combined is like around five hundred million dollars, somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine finding someone mm -hmm. five hundred million dollars for literally doing nothing, and you can't even prove that that they did anything wrong? Literally, it, it it's they have an there, agenda. Oh, go ahead. There was no victims. There, there, there was no victims that that came forward. Um, and to charge someone with almost five hundred million, half a billion dollars, half a billion dollars, and then to bar him from from doing business for three years, um, that's truly, I think, um, Pandora's box. And for you know. They they already opened Pandora's box already with uh, trying to keep him off the ballot in uh, Colorado and several other states. And, you know, um, like I said, um, it's truly um, horrible to see what he's going through. Um, they, they are trying to drain him financially with these court cases and with everything else that's going on as well. 
Yeah. They're trying to drain him of all of his resources because, like, they know if he doesn't have any money, he cannot, um, like, continue his campaign for president anymore. They they know this. Mm -hmm. They're not dumb. They they know what they're doing as a whole because they know that um, if they keep racking up all these fines, eventually it's going to get to a point where he's not going to be able to pay all these. He's not going to be able to. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it started the moment that they um that that judge. It was the same judge in New York, I believe, that said Mar-a-Lago was only worth like fifteen or eighteen million, somewhere around that range. When the thing is worth yeah. like potentially up to it's worth up to five hundred million, or I even heard one estimate that said over a, over a billion dollars total. It's worth up to so. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my audio cut out there, man. Sorry, that's on me. No worries, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that that happens from time to time. I I, I don't know this. The equipment just um, it's odd. I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, but yeah, like I was yeah. saying, what a judge, a, but saying Marlog was worth up. I heard like one estimate said it's worth over a billion. Most of them say it's worth up mm -hmm. anywhere from four hundred to five hundred million, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, mm -hmm. literally, here's something you could do. You could literally take out if it, if Marlog was worth eighteen million. I would take out a loan for 18 million to buy it, and then I would sell it for way more above asking price, like 500 to over a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. I could easily get that if I wanted to, and I'd make a whole bunch of money mm -hmm. off that. But and that judge knows it's it's worth more than that, but mm -hmm. he has an agenda. Like um, he's literally smiled when um when the cameras pointed at him when the, when the trial first began. Literally smiled mm -hmm. at the camera. Um, that yeah. shows a conflict of interest right there because it shows he has something against Trump. So, yeah, it, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, and and then plus, like, um, and plus, they said he cannot do any business in New York for like three or so years, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. That just shows mm -hmm. that um, the business is not open in New York, really. When you look at it, no one should do business in New York. As a matter of fact, I would say this: no one should do business in any blue state. I'm literally saying that right mm -hmm. here. No business should be involved in any blue state. I and every blue every company that's headquartered in in any blue state and the one that is the the most headquartered state I believe in the country is Delaware, so right next to New York. But I'll say this. Every comp every company company that is headquartered in a blue state needs to get out and to teach these people a lesson because these people will not be taught any lesson until it, we actually do something about it. But no one's doing anything about it right now as it is. So, yeah. continue. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think that, you know, most workers who work in a blue state should, you know, either move to Texas or Florida or Arizona. Well, maybe. Mm, not sure about that one, actually. <laughs> um, but But I think that it's, like I said, you know, we are losing jobs in Michigan, um, thousands of jobs, uh, especially from GM and Ford um, that are being shipped off to China. Um, but like I said, um, there has to be, you know, some, some accountability um, here, I think, right? Um, and I just think that there needs to be um, people who, you know, rise up and say, no, we are done with this, essentially. And 
like you said, um, I would encourage, um, you know, those who live in the state to either move to um, either Texas or Florida or, or what have you. But, you know, if they want to do business there, you know, I mean, that's, that's their um, prerogative, I think, right? So, but yeah, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. And you, and you mentioned that um, Michigan lo is losing thousands of jobs. From what I understand, Michigan is mostly known for just auto workers, correct? Something along those lines. And like um, mm -hmm. auto work, auto yeah. worker jobs are being shipped across over to China, all across to China. So, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it's, getting, it's getting ugly there, man. Really ugly there. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, um, like you said, it, thousands of jobs. Like, um, which departments, uh, which which areas are being the most affected from like the auto industry being like um being losing jobs? Like, um, any specific company or any specific area in Michigan? Because I don't know too much well, about. Michigan. Well, I mean, you know, look at the Goshen plant. Uh, that that is in Michigan. Um, it's an electric battery uh, corporation that's owned by China. Um, and for Whitmer to, you know, want that um, and costing Ford um, thousands of dollars, um, that's not okay, I don't think. Um, we need jobs here. We need jobs to thrive in Michigan. We were once the automobile industry of the, of, of the U.S. here in Michigan, especially with Ford and GM. Um, but like I said, um, there are jobs that are leaving Michigan due to the living conditions here and due to the fact that there is, you know, no recompense, nor is there any, you know, like way to find a job here at all. You know, it's, especially with in inflation here, um, it's, Terrible, you know. Um, Whitmer, you know, has done more damage to Michigan um, than good. Um, so I think it's very concerning that that this is going on. Yeah, yeah. Except your state's um voted for her twice, which I still have no idea how mm -hmm. that happened. So yeah, yeah. It was abortion. Like it was abortion. Yeah, and to and to comment on that, like I'll I'll say this, I'm extremely pro life, but I understand mm -hmm. President Trump has to take a has a he has no choice but to take a more moderate stance on it. He has to, yeah. otherwise we're just going to continue losing. Like um, we can worry about abortion later on, but right now we have to just focus on winning right now because like if we yeah. keep pushing abortion, we're just going to lose, and we're never we're never mm -hmm. going to have a chance to win. Like before yeah. you can like impl implement like abortion bans the right way, we need to change the culture first. And to change the culture, that's going to take take years to do. Like um, mm -hmm. that's what happened in Ohio. That's oh, oh, they the Democrats ran on abortion, and same thing in, in Virginia. They ran on it, and that's how Democrats won. So, like I said, I'm very pro life, but we just we we can't we can't fight we can't worry about that at the moment. We have to just focus yeah. on what's ahead of us at the at the moment, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, Gretchen um, essentially um, codified abortion mm -hmm. into law here through Prop Three, and 
um, there's nothing really a senator or anyone can can really do about that um, currently due to the stipulations that that are in place. So um, also, I do believe that, um, you know, when um, Roe was overturned, um, they're, you know, they did the right decision to give it back to the states, I think, right? Um, mm, yes. Legally speaking, I think. So, so yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, we right now we just have we just have to like I'm not worry about that. We just can't focus on that because, like I said, we're just going to yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and does it correct me if I'm wrong? But doesn't it almost seem like Youngkin was intentionally trying to run on abortion intentionally, like almost to push more people to um to vote Democrat in Virginia in a few months ago? It almost seems like that because how much he he kept pushing it. Well, I mean, you know. I, I lived in Virginia um, for a few months and, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, Youngkin tried to go moderate with that um, and, you know, the Democrats didn't want that, you know, they wanted abortion and, you know, he tried to go the moderate route, he tried to, you know, um, I don't think he was actively pushing for Democrats to vote in in the 2020 election. I don't believe that. Um, you know, I mean, he tried, like I said, he's, he tried to go the moderate route, um, but, but, but at the end of the day, um, that backfired. Um, and, you know, the, the Democrats wanted abortion, essentially, is what happened. So, I mean, he tried, but um, they weren't having that, I don't think. Yeah, I would just suggest just don't even mention abortion at the moment because look at what happened in Florida. Yeah. They passed abortion mm -hmm. in Georgia too. They passed abortion stuff, but the thing was, once they passed it, they didn't talk about it. They just let it just try to get mm -hmm. it, let it sweep under the rug. Like, um, if you're gonna do it at the moment, just don't speak about it. Do what Florida and Georgia did. Let it go under the rug, yeah. and so people do not keep talking about it in the news because that is one mm -hmm. of the things that was being pushed in Michigan, Ohio, um. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Virginia. Um, there was a few other places too. Kentucky too. That was another place as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, like, and that's why I said President Trump, and he and he's pretty open about this that he's taking a, a more moderate stance on it, and he he doesn't have a choice. He literally has to take a moderate stance, otherwise we're going to lose. So yeah, mm -hmm. and I know I've, I've seen a mm -hmm. lot of conservatives and a lot of other people on the right criticize him for that, but. They have to understand he has no choice because we're just going to lose. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we will continue to lose on this issue if we don't. I think you know change our messaging on it, um, or else we as conservatives will continue to lose this fight. Essentially, pretty much. But I know something that we can continue to push on that we can win on mm -hmm. the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. We can. We can do that mm -hmm. because like um, these leftists, yeah. they know that's a losing issue, yet they keep pushing that. Mm -hmm. And that's why another thing yeah. I wanted to get into you, get in to talk about you with about was um the Kansas City Chiefs parade shooting that happened a couple days mm -hmm. ago after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. How much of mm -hmm. that have you looked into so far from what you've seen? So, I mean, I know that two, two people shot into a parade. I know that for a fact. 
um, and that I think they were arrested and and um, apprehended. I think, um, to my knowledge. Yeah, from what I've seen, like was um, a bunch of people fired guns into the crowd and actually shot a bunch of children, and one of them, I believe, died. I believe, correct? I believe so. At least one. But a whole bunch of people in the crowd actually tackled the the, the, the shooters, and they were all arrested. But here's the thing, though. They never, if you pay attention to the, what the media was saying, they never showed mm -hmm. their faces. You know why? Because all the people, that. all the people that were shooting were black people. They intentionally did not show their mugshots. So you know, they're being super deceptive, deceptive right there. If those were all white people, oh, they would have broadcast their faces all over the, all over TV and all over the internet. But they didn't mm -hmm. specifically because they were all black people. And it goes, that goes against their agenda. But they're going to be using this, the shooting as a whole, to, to go after the Second Amendment even more. And they know they're going to lose. But they, but here's the thing. They are going to lose on that issue because people, because the Democrats trying to argue against the Second Amendment is a losing issue for them. So, like, my mm -hmm. suggestion is, how about let's just keep talking about the Second Amendment and keep pushing it because we know it's an issue we can win on. Like, um, we need to focus on issues that we know we can win on and less on the issues mm -hmm. we can, that we will lose on because that's how mm -hmm. we're going to win. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we have to uphold the Second Amendment. Um, I don't think the Democrats sh should be, or the media for, for that matter, should be, you know, using race as a factor to um, uphold um essentially wanting to take take away guns, essentially. Um, and like I said, you know, if you shoot someone, you know, um, or, you know, fire a gun, um, you should, you know, if you harm someone, you should go to jail. That's, that's, that's the law, you know, right? Um, if a police officer is, you know, um, getting shot at, um, by a cr criminal, um, whether they be white, black, Hispanic, or whatever, um, they should go to jail for that, or 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 um, have a trial. And let's say they're, you know, um, if it's a mental issue, you know, it's not the guns. It is it is it is truly not the guns. Not the issue. It is the mental issues of 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 some people. Not everyone, but some people in this mm -hmm. country, I think, right? Um, mm -hmm. That are wanting to shoot people, right? Um, also, it is gang violence. It is it is a plethora of issues, but it is not the gun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and you just mentioned the mental health situation. And mm -hmm. I talk about this all the time, and a lot of um, conservatives and people on the right criticize me for this when I say this, but it's true. A lot of this comes down to Reagan because Reagan gutted the mental health system back in the 80s and they just mm -hmm. they changed the standards of what it means to be mentally ill and they just released people from asylums. I bring that up and people on the right criticize me. I'm just speaking facts, man. It, it, these are facts. Reagan truly gutted the mental health system. If he hadn't done that, then we, we probably wouldn't be dealing with all this, this gun violence that we have today, which is really just mm -hmm. a mental health issue, really. The vast majority of it, in my opinion, that's really what it is. Yeah, like, I mean, I think that, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, 
uh, what I was going to say was, I think we need to bring back, we need to change the mental health laws and bring back asyl insane asylums. Because if you've seen TikTok, there are a lot of people that probably would need to go into one. I would, I will, I'll just leave it at that. They probably need some severe psychological help, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that from a mental health perspective, right. I think that there has to be, you know, some sort of cognitive um, putting someone in jail or having therapy, you know, have therapy, right? Um, it works wonders, right? Um, but like, like I said, you can't just release someone from jail after they've committed a crime. I'm sorry, you can't do that. No, they did it to illegal immigrants in New York. So. They did. They did. Look at that. Um, and you know, it's 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 concerning to me, um, very much so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And plus, and this is an opinion that I know a lot. Of, most people disagree with me on, but I. But this is my opinion. You you kill someone, you need to get the the, the death penalty. I'm sorry. You truly do. I truly believe in that because we because we can't t continue to tolerate all this. Like I'm, the, you know, the Parkland shooter, the guy from Florida who shot up that school in Parkland in Florida. Mm -hmm. He didn't get the death mm -hmm. penalty. He got life in prison. And there was an option for a death penalty, but the people that were voting on it, I'm um, voted voted for um, life in prison. And one of them cited because the the dude was mentally ill. She she thought he was, and he probably was, mm -hmm. but. I'm sorry, we don't have insane asylums, but give him the chair. I'm sorry. No. And so he's just going to be living the rest of his life in a prison cell while probably locked up and, and probably given the best care you can possibly imagine. And with our tax dollars, too. So, Yeah. Yeah. So, like, But like I said, I have an opinion on this Kansas City Chiefs um, parade shooter shooting. I think this was planned. I, I like I said, I might be taking the black pill too much, but that's just what it seems like to me. Like in all these mass shootings, all they all happen simultaneously around like major events when you really look at them. Probably or a lot like um for instance, like um you remember the main shooter a few months ago, the guy that that that, that shot up a bunch of people and then just disappeared and was unidentified. He just he just it was in mm -hmm. Maine, I believe. Yeah. And he got away mm -hmm. and no one knows where he is. You're telling me with all of the amount of tracking that the government does on people, they cannot find this one person. They truly can't. Or the January 6th pipe bomber. He, the guy, that guy was able to get away un, unidentified. Like, I, I'm sorry. Some of these things are just too freaking obvious to me. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I think a lot of it is propaganda because the government knows that um, if they can, they're trying to pers persuade people to go with this um, anti-gun second, this anti-two-way agenda. Because the, mm -hmm. because with them getting all these mass shootings on, they're trying to persuade more people because they know there's some people mm -hmm. that will fall for this. But I'm just sorry. I just really think that a lot of these things are planned. I don't think that a lot mm -hmm. of these are just plain old coincidences. Some of them probably are coincidences, but not all of them are. I, I just I just don't see that. Look at the you know the transgender shooter um, who shot up the Christian school over in South Carolina. Um, that that was planned for months, months. They 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 still don't know where the manifesto is. It hasn't been 
that has not been released at all, um, which is extremely concerning. Um, I think that should be concerning to a lot of Americans. Um, Vivek pointed that out at his press conference there and demanded for there to be um, repercussions and also for um, someone to, you know, to to release that, I think, right? So um, there has to be transparency, I think, with this. Yeah. Like, like I said, the government, they know they are intentionally, I think some of them probably are like they're literally organizing with these people. They just go out, hey, we need to sacrifice one of you guys to just get our agenda across. Sorry, we just need you to do this. Or there's the, I believe that happens, but I also believe this happens. The government sees that there are some people on the internet that are not there all. They're just not there. And what they do mm -hmm. is they antagonize these people to get them to do things. Like they, they intentionally want them to go out there and just like commit crimes. That's why, particularly people that are on oh. antidepressants and all that kind of stuff. So, so actually, in um, Michigan with some um, Whitmer, she you know passed more more red flag laws here actually, and and um, pretty much they're inching towards trying to take our guns essentially yeah. there, which yeah. is Mich an extreme issue there. From what I understand, Michigan is one of the most two pro two A states in the country. From what I understand. Well, I mean, you know, Whitmer, like I said, um, is using, you know, abusing her power to, you know, essentially cut through the red tape and to bypass things that are, in my eyes, um, unconstitutional, I think. On yeah. Her, essentially. Yeah. Interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think we can move on to the next topic that I had to t that ready to talk to you mm -hmm. about the East Palestine mm -hmm. thing that's been that, is, that happened, I believe, a couple days ago, where after yeah. over a year, over a year later, Biden comes to eat comes to East Palestine. Mm -hmm. Really, man, why did why did he even come? He it was been over it was over a year after it happened, and now he just decides to just randomly show up. Um, what he's what I think he's it's pretty obvious what he's doing. He's just trying to gain political points. That's really all he's trying to do, just to say, oh, he showed up at least. But if you notice, there were a lot of videos uh, in East Palestine where like a lot of people were protesting Biden when he when he came there by saying like, oh, too late, man. You are you, you had a chance to come down here right when it happened, but you're coming down here in an election year. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that further shows that he is mentally, I think, incapable of, you know, he he should have went there like the day afterwards. He should have. That's what a president does. They go to the site to see what is going on. And it is really an affront to our, you know, to the American people, I think, that um, this president clearly does not care about the American people, nor the general well-being of um, the country as well. Um, they blocked aid from FEMA. They blocked aid. They blocked money from from them in Ohio, and that's genuinely, um, I think, detrimental. And uh, furthermore, um, 
he needs to be held accountable for that. You know, um, I can understand the frustration of Ohioans who, you know, have lost loved ones due to the, the chemical explosion that happened there, due to the water um, poisoning there, due to the fish dying, due to livestock dying, due to all these repercussions and issues that, that, that are going on there. And like I said, the president should have gone down there either within hours of the bombing or um, explosion and should have not waited Accidental explosion. and lied, you know, um, shouldn't have lied to the, the, pe- the people of Ohio, but um, furthermore to lie to the, the, the American people um, while he goes to um, the beach and whatnot, um, where the media, you know, asked him um, what his favorite kind of ice cream is. Um, that's that's an issue, and that needs to be handled. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and like President Trump came, after the after the explosion happened. From what I understand, he came down there like a week or so after it happened, within a couple weeks, I believe. And the people there were cheering for him. They loved him when he came there. Like, if you really, if you watch those those videos of when he went there, the people were loving it. Mm-hmm. But when Biden yeah. came there, they could not stand him. They legitimately could not stand him. And yeah. for, for for some reason, I think the part of the I can't prove this, but I just have speculation of why Biden didn't go there when it right when it happened. Is it's partially possibly due to his mental state, possibly, but also I believe it's possible because of this. Ohio is a state that doesn't really go for him. Ohio, even though it's a purple state, he 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 didn't win it. Mm-hmm. It's gone for Trump twice in a row. And I think he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't prove it, but I'm just having a feeling that I'm saying like, ah, I don't care what they do. They didn't vote for me or Hillary. So we're not going to let, we don't care what, what happens to them. That's almost what it seems like, yeah. to be honest, when you think about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's genuinely concerning to see, see that, you know, Trump actually cares about the country, cares about the American people. And, you know, he wanted to bring water to them. You know, he brought water to them. You know, Biden didn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Trump was the only the, the the only reason that you know Biden now wants to go there is because Trump did first, right? Um, and 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 like I said, that's that's um, it shows that this president clearly does not genuinely care, nor does, it, nor does this administration. It doesn't care at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no one in the, well, we know Biden's not the one who's pulling the strings. Someone else is obviously in the back behind the scenes telling him everything, what to do. He's just, go, he's just going by, he was just doing like, uh, like, I, I just love when President Trump just imitates him on the stage all the time at these rallies. It's it's hilarious when he does that. So yeah, 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 yeah. I plan to go on to a bunch of more President Trump's rallies throughout the year because I plan on doing some journalism cover by by covering all of them. Well, not all of them, but I mm-hmm. plan to cover a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. You been to any of his rallies yet? Um. Yeah, I was at his UAW one in Michigan, and then I was. Um, I heard him speak in Iowa, 
and I also heard him speak at CPAC as well. So um, that's that's what a true leader looks like. Um, and he truly, you know, like I've said before, he truly cares about the country, um, no matter what the pundits nor um, the leftists, uh, the neocons, the, the people who clearly don't like him say. Um, he is the only president in my lifetime, and I'm 24 years old. Um, I'm 22. Who has actually been nominated? Who has act, Who has actually been nominated for for the Nobel Peace Prize due to him um, uh, doing the Abraham Accords? Yeah, essentially bringing so, a whole bunch of peace know, to the Middle someone, East. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want yeah. someone who is, yeah. Yeah, and he's even said that he's going to be holding rallies in blue states this year. So he's going. He's he's mm -hmm. he cares about the people, and he's going to them. Like he's mm -hmm. going to speak to Democrats. Like um, he want he doesn't just care about one side. He wants to speak to everybody. He's mm -hmm. like he said he's yeah. He's going to be holding rallies in New York, Virginia, Minnesota, New Mexico, this New Jersey mm -hmm. this, as well. He's holding rallies in mm -hmm. blue states this mm -hmm. year, a bunch of them. So he cares about the yeah. people because he's going to go speak to the opposition right there. And to just to, yeah. to just give his side of it, and I think that's a really mm -hmm. good thing. You're not going to see Biden go Biden going to red states. You're not going to see that happen. No, nope. no. Nope. Yeah. He's only going to no, go to not. um the places that um really matter, which are the purple states. When you look at it, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. But President Trump, he's going to focus on the purple states mostly, but he's going to go to the to, to the blue states too to just like him communicate to the Democrats and give his message out to them as well. And I think that's a good thing, yeah. really good thing, because yeah. he said he said he thinks it's possible that a bunch of these blue areas could be flipped, and some of them it's possible, but I I don't know. But it's but I at least like that he's at least trying to do something to, like that. I like that he's doing that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like um, I had one last thing I want to discuss with you, even though this is really just something fun. Have you seen about? Did you see President Trump's sneaker line that he re, that he launched yesterday? Yes, yes. <laughs> I I I want a pair of those white forty five, um, or the or the red ones. Um, they're expensive, but but I think they did sell out. I think actually, I think they, he, he sold yesterday. He, he only sold out of the high tops ones, which are the gold ones. Oh, the okay, gold good. ones. The gold ones with the American flag on the top. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah, I wanted a pair of those so badly, but there's no. People are selling them on eBay for like thousands of dollars. Their pairs. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't have that kind of money. I might so. buy me a pair. I might. I might buy me a pair. We'll see. Yeah, me. I would just buy it and just put them up. So yeah, I wouldn't wear them. Like, but me, I'm probably just gonna buy one of the white pairs, the the white ones with the gold yeah. lettering, whatever. And I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you hear me, man? Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no worries. No, you're fine. Yeah, like I said, I would probably buy a one of the a, one of the white pairs, and I probably would wouldn't wear them, mm -hmm. but I would wear them at the inauguration in January next year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. But yeah, I think it, I think it's yeah. pretty fun yeah. that he's doing this because it's something interesting that he's doing. And plus, in a way, he's really appealing mm -hmm. to younger people because younger people are very much into sneakers. People around our age. So yeah, and I love sneakers myself. And yeah, yeah, I like I said, I want to get myself a pair as well. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. that it's a smart decision on um, Trump's part. Uh, Trump is very, very good at marketing and appealing to the masses, I think, um, especially um, due, due to his um, business and background of, um, of uh, business, but also, you know, having a multi-million dollar um, corporation, I think, as well. Yeah, he's also he also launched a cologne, a special cologne and a special perfume to, as well. So that was pretty interesting, right okay. there. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can go check on the website. He that. launched um the a cologne line and a perfume line. I think those are limited too. So yeah. Okay, I might have to get me a get me um some cologne possibly. The yeah, I but it's but it's limited. So me, I would probably would get it and I would keep it up. I don't think I would use it though. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's all I had to, to talk to you about, Angelo. So yeah, but yeah, like I'm um, Lisa Les Lizzy Lezzy. She told me about you and to, to reach out to you, and she told me mm -hmm. to reach out to a bunch of people. And I had a great conversation yeah. right here, man. So yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah, uh, well, thank. Uh, continue. Well, thank you very much for um, having me. Um, I think one final thing I'll say is that we have to win 2024. Um, we have to elect um, Michael Hoover uh, for uh, Senate. Um, if anyone would like to, to um, go donate or um, uh, help us out, um, please go to Hoover, F-O-R-Senate.com. Um, and there will be a volunteer button, a donation button, what, what have you, because we need someone who is battle te tested and who truly understands the country um versus those who are just wannabes and um clearly don't have a actual plan like uh michael hoover does um again um thank you very much for um having me yeah. um yeah. and god I, bless you thank you yep yep i have the, i actually have the link to that in the description below so if you if anyone can go check it out it's, it's right there in the description below i also have um angelo's twitter in the description below so you can go give him a follow but yeah, Angelo, before you go, where can my audience find you at? So please follow me at the Angelo Soto on Twitter, now called X, and Instagram as well. Uh, and then on Facebook is Angelo-D Soto as well. Um, thank yeah. you very much, Ray, for having me. Thank you. Yep. Everybody, make sure to go give Angelo a follow on all his social media platforms. Also, if you're watching this, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to this channel. Also follow me on, on follow me on Twitter at Ray Studios twenty nine. You can see that my handle is it's right here at Ray Studios twenty nine. Also follow me on all the other social media platforms because I'm on all of those too, as well as follow me on all the podcast platforms because I'm on all of those too as well. All right, guys, this was Ray and this was Angelo Soto and this was the Ray Infinity Show podcast and this was episode number one hundred and thirty four. Catch you guys later. Peace. Thank you.